When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency podcast. Jesus Christ, I is mean, that the alarm? Could we not have planned this timing any better? Well, what's your alarm? Give me your alarms. Do the it. Phoenix Suns are the most waved team in the NBA. Good Lord. It's <laughs> not so officially an emergency pod, but it basically could very well be one. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. We got word less than an hour ago from Chris B. Haynes. He tweeted out, breaking, the Phoenix Suns have notified star Chris Paul that he will be waived, making the future Hall of Famer one of the top free agents this offseason. League sources tell NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. What was your reaction when you saw the tweet, you guys? Oh, Um, shit, I got to get back to the office. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think we've gotten hints of this uh, around the NBA um, and even locally with Gambo. Uh, they've kind of hinted at this happening. So not a big shock. I know it's it's it is a shock when you actually see it happen because there's a certain vulnerability to this because you never know who's going to jump out um, and try to sign them maybe uh, or, or claim them off of waivers. But uh, I'm not too concerned. No, it's not shocking. It's, like you said, something that Brian Windhorst hinted at, that Gambo hinted at. Um, it's something that I think our friend David Nash wrote about years ago when they first re-signed him to this contract, the possibility that at this point they could be looking at something like this. Um, and I know there are a lot of questions about waived versus waived and stretched, um, but this is not surprising, and it doesn't even necessarily mean that Chris Paul time as a son is done right um if they just waived him there's a possibility you can still re-sign him if he clears waivers to a veteran minimum contract um and that'll save you a little bit of money we'll talk about what all that means but um this is not entirely surprising we we kind of have gotten hints that this was coming and it makes sense for the sons from a financial standpoint, based on some of the things we're learning about the new CBA as well. This was, my initial thought was this is exactly what you had to do. This is the first step to your offseason. Because at worst, you wave him and stretch him. And it's, what, a $5 million cap hit over, uh, for the next three years, right? Something if you wave him. And stretch him. Yeah. So if you just, you know, if you just wave him, it's 15 but I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, and then... If somebody picks him up off waivers, guess what? You don't have to pay any of the money. So, you know, I don't think there's any downside here. Like, you could wind up back with him at the veteran minimum. Vet minimum contracts don't count against the cap. So you've saved $15 million at worst in all this. Okay, so I think we need to dive into all the different scenarios here to really paint the picture, right? Mm -hmm. Because we've already kind of alluded to a couple of them here. Sure. Um, First things first. The report is that he is just being waived. Yes. Which means the Suns would still be on the books if he clears waivers for $15.8 million this Mm -hmm. year. And then he has 48 hours from the time the team officially waives him to clear those waivers. And then after that, the Suns can resign him to a vet minimum, Mm -hmm. which at that point they would still owe him the $15.8 million. And that counts on the books, but the vet minimum that he re-signs does yes. not count on the books. Which all this keeps you under the tax apron 
So if the new rules of the CBA go into effect, you'll keep the ability to use the biannual and the mid-level, correct? The exceptions? Yeah, so there there is a misconception that by clearing out, you know, by waiving him and getting rid of that 15 million that was non-guaranteed of his 30.8 million that you're freeing that money up in cap space, you're not because the Suns are already going to be over the cap. What you're doing is you are ducking that second luxury tax threshold and and we've been getting conflicting reports about when that second luxury tax apron kind of comes into play, whether it's this summer or next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on as well, because the CBA has not been signed yet and we still need clarification on when these things come into effect. Um, but if you do get under that second luxury tax, you do have the option to use your taxpayer mid-level exception, which is about worth $7 million annually. That's one of the exceptions that they give every team whether you're a tax-paying team or a non-tax-paying team, to sign players above the veteran minimum. So it's a crucial team-building element for the Suns. This doesn't mean that you know they can go out and sign Kyrie now because they got $15 million off the books. The, he's not signing on, for we'll the mid-level. Not we'll signing for later. the mid-level. It doesn't mean you're <laughs> signing a max-level player or anything like that. <clears throat> but it does mean that you are preserving your ability to use that MLE um, by get by staying under that second luxury tax threshold, if they sign, if they stretch and waive him, however, that changes things. So that would mean that you stretch his fifteen point eight million in guaranteed salary over the next three seasons. You lower your cap hit to about five million per year, and you so you free up an additional you know ten million in in books and salary payments. Um, but he'd be unable to resign with the Suns if he clears waivers. So if you're stretching and waiving him. That is the end of the Chris Paul era. If you were just waving him, you can still bring him back. And I would be kind of surprised if they stretched and waved him versus just waved him. And so far, reportedly, it's just waving. And it's not that he has officially been waved. It's just that they're planning to wave him. So here's Mm. another question I have about this. And hopefully you can answer this, Gerald. Mm. Let's. When do they have to make the decision on if they're going to stretch? Um, I'm not sure. I know that the guarantee date for his contract was June 28th, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I would imagine it's sometime around there. But this this report that we got from Chris Haynes just says that they've notified him they're mm-hmm. going to waive him. So we're not entirely clear on when that officially goes into effect, when we should expect him to clear waivers officially, which will be 48 hours after he's officially waived. Um, so we're still a little hazy on the actual timeline of when these things In take place. In theory, but... it could be any time between now and the 28th, or I Correct. guess the 26th. Would you have to have it before the official deadline? You, no, or can I, you go all the way up to the 28th? You, you can waive him before the 28th, as long as it's before that guarantee date for okay. his contract. So anytime between now and the 28th, the Suns could make this official. Right. Yeah, look, anybody, I think it's insane that people thought they were going to bring him back at 30.8 and have him as a starting point guard here. Mm -hmm. It never made any sense, especially if the second tax apron was coming into effect. Even if you're planning on trading DA, this always felt like an inevitability in many ways because you needed to, to get that money off the book, especially after the way we saw Chris Paul play at times this past season. It's one thing if he was playing at a level like he was at certain times two years ago. But what we saw uh, towards the end of this year, you could not go in with him at a $30.8 million salary, slotted in as your starting point guard, and hamstring yourself from being able to do anything else, really, especially if the new rule came into play. So this feels like the right move at the right time to try to give you some flexibility because the reality is you're going to have those two exemptions and a bunch of veteran minimums or trades to fill out your roster right now. And that's a, that's a tough task. So, mm-hmm. But without those two exemptions, you were completely screwed. Right. Okay, so now let's talk about the gamble that the Suns are taking here. If we're operating under the mindset that the Suns did this in order to bring him back on the vet minimum, okay? Mm -hmm. He still has to clear waivers. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that he will clear waivers? Do you think there's a possibility that another team is willing to take on 30-plus million dollars to have Chris Paul join their squad? I don't think so. I I, I don't think so. Now... Now that could be wrapped up into a multi-year deal, right? So if it, no, if you if no, you clear him on if you, him on, if you claim him on waivers, you're basically committing to what's 
what's on his what his You're contract is. No, so. no, I guess let me rephrase. If it, it, they could take on the thirty million, but what if they said, you know, hey, we want to do a two or three year deal for fifty million dollars? That thirty still hits this year, no matter yes, what, and no then the other what. twenty would yeah, be spread out over spread the next out, two. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he he, he couldn't technically even... still has a year left on his contract for next season, but it's fully non guaranteed. So I think at that point okay. they would probably right. look to renegotiate or. So whatever. yeah, the thirty point eight is this year. Yeah. There's one team I could see do this that has the cap space. Who do you think? Houston, because he's been there has a relationship with the city. They supposedly were even considering a reunion with James Harden because they want leadership with their young team. That's, <laughs> James Harden is the leader. Well, no, but now Chris well, weren't Paul. Weren't there rumors about potentially Chris Paul being linked yeah, back there? Yeah, there was. A few weeks ago? That's the only kind of team I could see it. And that's, that's probably the only place I could see Chris Paul saying yes because the L.A. teams can't, can't pick him up. Spurs also. Yeah. Spurs. I just can't I, see I could, Chris... I just can't see Chris Paul at this point in his life. I know he played in Houston, and he enjoyed his time in Houston. I just can't see Chris Paul playing for nothing, essentially, next year. I just can't see that. No, if he wants to play for something, signing back here at the veteran minimum is probably his best chance, unless he wants to sign for the veteran minimum to go try to you know, play geriatric ward with, uh, with LeBron in L.A. and hope you catch magic. But those maybe the Clippers, if he's looking to – Win a title, but it seems like those would be the three teams you'd consider if if all you're worried about is trying to win a ring and not the money. So you're you're talking about potential free agency destinations, not yeah. who could claim him on no waivers. after okay. he's waived because okay. the LA teams don't have the money. Right. right. So that's then that's my next question. So if he clears waivers and the Suns don't want him back, does he just get the 15 mil from the Suns and then become a free agent mm-hmm. officially? Yep. Like completely yep. can do whatever relinquish he wants. All with any team ties? for whatever amount they deem him worth at okay. that point. But um, he's guaranteed 15 mil at the he's very guaranteed least. 15.8 mil either way. Um, yeah, I, I feel like okay. the Spurs, the Rockets, I, I would need to look at the Pistons cap situation. Obviously, we know the Monty relationship is there in terms of teams that might be willing to take the plunge. Younger teams that want to, you know, make that next step that he helped the Thunder make, that he helped the Suns make um, back in the day, the Clippers as well. So I, I don't think it's guaranteed. I think it's still highly likely that he clears waivers because $30.8 million is a lot. Mm-hmm. You have to get significantly yeah. significantly under the cap to make that happen. But I also don't think it's impossible. And I think here in Phoenix, we a lot of people have soured on him because he's, you know, he's older, he can't stay healthy in the playoffs, and the Suns as a title contender need a little bit more reliability out of him. But like around the league, he's still a good player. He still finished yeah. top five in assists. He still shot 38% from three. He's still a useful point guard. And so it's not impossible that a younger team with cap space to burn might look at him and say, he can help us get on the right track. Chris B. Haynes did follow up his initial tweet with saying, uh, to the extent Chris Paul wants to play for a championship. Mm-hmm. My guess is if he does get cut, his agent's calling around and saying, don't, don't. don't pick this up because he doesn't want to go to a rebuilding yeah. Or yeah. some project, mm-hmm. and I think there's enough respect around the league that these GMs, these teams, will honor that request from Chris Paul because because he's done so much for yeah. the game and for the players. Association. Well, so, you, you also don't want to set that precedent as a franchise of just picking up players because you you think they're good for your franchise, even though they don't have a viable chance to really do anything of significance uh, personally. Especially, mm-hmm. listen, Chris Paul's been in the game for damn near 20 years. He deserves mm-hmm. he deserves the respect of the league, like Espo said. Mm-hmm. I really doubt that a team like the the Rockets or the Spurs would just completely throw that out the window if it was requested to them, mm-hmm. um, and just be like, "Well, no, we're going to take him no matter what because we need him." Well, then you're not really getting the best and and whole heartfelt Chris Paul at that point because he doesn't want to be there. He wants to play for a championship, and 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 to to that degree. Chris Paul did phenomenal things for, for, for this franchise, and yes. I know we'll get to that in a second. Uh, he deserves to get the respect of what he's put into the game for sure. Can, so, I, can I ask Jared one more cap question before we move on? I just want to read the okay. exact Crispy Haynes quote for that follow-up tweet real quick. Mm-hmm. It says, Chris Paul plans to play for several more years and is eager to help a team contend for a championship, yeah. sources say. I just wanted you guys to have that exact verbiage because also the several more years is kind of giving us a little bit more insight to where his headspace is at because 
This sounds like it's coming from somebody inside Chris Paul's camp. Or Chris Paul himself. Or Chris Paul himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gerald, quick question. And you may not know this, so I apologize for putting you on the spot. But mm -hmm. does this also now open up the ability to sign and trade? Because there was some talk that if you were try to, trying to do a sign and trade with where they were at, it would lock you into that tax apron uh, just by by via rules. I imagine moving that money out, now you could do a sign and trade involving like a DA for guys that are signing, uh, for a guy signing and coming back. We'll have to look into it if you remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it depends on the guy. Um, and I don't know that that significantly okay. changes things on that front. So I'll need to I'll need to, some examples of what uh, what kind of sign yeah. and trade we're talking about here, like a James Harden one or yeah. whatnot. But but it seems to give more flexibility in general. It gives you the yeah. flexibility of freeing up your MLE yeah. so that you still have that if the new changes to the CBA are in fact in effect this summer, um, which we have heard that they might not be. So we're not 100 percent clear on that yet because we still need clarification on when the new CBA right because we've I've also heard that because we're still technically in this season mm -hmm. that it can't go into effect until the season is officially mm -hmm. over meaning you don't have to follow the new CBA rules you can still take on money per the old rules there's like a little bit of a loophole I guess there to some extent to how far it goes I could not tell you but you know those are that's for the masterminds behind the scenes to navigate how to work those loopholes. Doesn't DeAndre Ayton's no trade clause uh, end on June fifteenth? Yes. Yes. So that starts to make things interesting in about a week, as well with uh, with draft and and all that coming up too. So. All right. Before we dive into all of that, a reminder: our friends over at BetMGM are giving away. Free bets today. That's right. It's Wednesday. If you are already a user of the BetMGM Sportsbook app, make sure you log in to claim your bonus bet on the house. You will receive it simply by logging into your account. It does expire after 72 hours, so don't wait to use it. And if you have not signed up for BetMGM yet, what are you even doing with your life? Sign up right now. Make sure you use that code PHNX because there's a few different offers you can take advantage of depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-522-4700. Kansas, Nevada. 1-800-327-5050. Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential health. Michigan. And of course, I want to tell you about our friends over at Saturday Neon. It's a company that's been started by two friends and former college roommates. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. So whether you are a diehard fan or a casual supporter, you will love the way these signs light up your space in Arizona colors. Don't bury the lead. It's Arizona colors. So we have a beautiful U of A sign here in our office because they don't do ASU. Because they have down, class. Arizona. And that's why that Bear sign down. is not on our set, but Red somewhere else, because Gerald and I absolutely refuse. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I will say it is high quality. It does look great, even though it's not my cup of tea exactly what's on that sign. The sign itself, fantastic, top notch quality. They also make really great Father's Day gifts. So, again, we got all the ideas for you guys for Father's Day. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. Free shipping um, on orders over $200. Again, that code is PHNX. All right. So you guys mentioned, you know, Gambo has been talking about this. Brian Windhorse has been talking about this. It seems like uh, Wendy was very in the know and was just trying to, like, hint at us that this was coming. Mm -hmm. He was trying to let us know, you guys. Here's yep. what he had to say uh, earlier this week. Their entire supporting cast, I'm being a little facetious, is free agents this summer. They can't really pay functionally any of them. I mean, maybe one of them with whatever mid-level they well, might have. Well, wait a minute. They can pay a couple. They can pay a couple. But there's gonna, there are going to be suitors for those guys. Yes. I, don't, I think the Suns have a little bit more 
than meets the eye, depending on how they handle the Chris Paul situation. Right. They've got, well, what do you mean by that? Like, what do they trade Chris Paul and what they get for him? There are other things to do besides trading Chris Paul. Stretch Chris Paul. There are other things that can be done. I may be dumb. I think Chris Paul's still good. I think Chris Paul will be a son next year. But what if he's a son and they don't have to pay him $30 million? I see. I see. You think Aiton will be a son next year? I think there's a better chance than people think. I think the chances went up by a non-trivial amount with the hiring of Frank Vogel, who has a good track record with centers. I think part of the reason why Frank Vogel got the job was because when he came in, he had an idea of what to do with DeAndre Aiden. It's not to me. I love the little, like, well, kind of pause <laughs> of, like, something like that. There's other things they can do. I love you, floored Zach Lowe. Zach starts talking to you. What? He's like, wait, hold on. What did you just say? Like, well, Expand on that, that. please. <laughs> well, yeah. When, Wendy knows what's going on here, yeah. and he basically just said, you're going to waive him. He's going to sign for the veteran minimum, like we heard from Gambo mm-hmm. as well. And then he intimates DA's back. So we're running it back is what, what he's telling us with a few people added but with um, exceptions. Listen, it would not shock me. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago and we said, what is our realistic offseason but outrageous offseason like ideas or whatever? I'm, I wouldn't be shocked whatsoever if all four of our main guys were back at the start of next season. Chris Paul, DeAndre and Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. I would not be shocked. I've been on the record saying DA is coming back. I don't think he's going anywhere. So the thing about this, too, is that Wendy alluded to what if there's a way that Chris Paul could come back, but not at $30 million. It seems like if you're just reading between the lines, putting the pieces of the puzzle together here, like both sides are in agreement here. Chris Paul knows he needs to give up some of that money for the betterment of the team. He still wants to play on a championship contender. The Suns are a championship contender. Like there, it seems to me if in a perfect world, and I might be trying to speak this into existence for Mm. my benefit here and the benefit of the Suns and all of the fans, um, that they're in agreement here that we're, this is what we're doing. And we're going to have the conversations through agencies to tell other teams to back off that we're just making moves so that we can free up some space to make other moves. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. I I'm not sure how much this affects the DA situation. I think they're still independent of each other. I I think like we've been saying all week, I think that hiring Frank Vogel does not mean that you're keeping DA for sure, but it definitely increases those chances and it means that if you do keep him, you you stand a better chance of maximizing what he brings defensively. I do think they'll still probably explore the trade market for him mm-hmm. um, based on what we've been hearing from Matt Ishbia from day one and then recently, which we'll get to. But, um, yeah, they're they're going to be aggressive. They were not going to pay Chris Paul $31 million for what he's providing at this point in time. They need more flexibility. They, they're doing that. Um, hopefully they're able to bring them back because I, I do think he's still – a useful NBA player, whether he's off the bench or whether he's your starter. But um, wait, so you think that if he clears waivers and re-signs with the Suns on a vet minimum, that they would still explore trade options? No, for, for DA. DA. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah, I just wanted for, to make sure. I, no, I, I wasn't yeah. sure if I heard that correctly. Yeah, for DA, I, I gotcha. still think that there's. It's not guaranteed he'll be back. I think right. it's it's seeming more likely with the Vogel hire and everything like that, but. I, I still think they're going to explore their options because Ishpia is that kind of aggressive guy. He's going to leave no stone unturned. Um, it, it will come down to what kind of offers they're getting for DA and whether they think they can push them closer to that championship. Oh, it'd be negligent if you didn't at least have the DA conversations because right. if you could get two extremely good guys that you like, like for one guy that you're, you know, maybe lukewarm on or or feel like you can turn around you gotta at least consider it with where you are cap wise so so if they're not taking calls and listening that's that's negligent on james jones but here's the thing though i do think that while you do have to make those phone calls you do have to have those conversations i think if all of this plays out with chris paul where he does return to the phoenix suns after clearing waivers this takes more pressure off of the need to kind of trade DeAndre in order to make any type of a move. 
Yeah. And then in addition to that, if you watched this entire uh, video between Zach Lowe and um, Brian Windhorse, Zach Lowe went on to say that he has heard that Matt Ishbia has a fondness for DA. That's exactly what he said. So, and Matt Ishbia, which we'll get into this later in the show, said really nice things about DA yesterday when he had his interview with Arizona Sports as well. That could just be public speak, of course. But I think with Zach Lowe saying that he's heard behind the scenes that he has a fondness for DA, you know, you do have those conversations, but I don't think that that relationship is broken. I think that they have found a way to already start connecting. Yeah, today feels like creative accounting. Yeah. Right? 100%. You're moving things around the ledger to try to figure out mm -hmm. how you can free things up and that they very well may have had some conversations with Chris Paul uh, about this. And today was just the day that they said, yeah, we're committing to the wave option and we hope you consider coming back. I don't blame him if he listens to other people and, and then decides if he's going to come back. But I, I think today was creative accounting. I agree. I mean, listen, there is a scenario where Chris Paul has another team that he thinks is a contender that somehow, some way they can work something out. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that this is the end of Chris Paul's time in Phoenix. I just personally don't think it is. Yeah, I, I just think that there's a lot of factors that are playing in a, in a positive direction for the Suns. Mm -hmm. um, and to restart all over with another franchise, um, unless it's the Clippers or the Lakers, because it is home. Mm -hmm. L.A. is home for Chris right. Paul. Um, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. At this point, he's got like a couple years left you know, at, at the most, and, and he's going to want to take advantage of that as much as possible. He's going to want to put himself in a, in a better situation. And I think that's the pitch that the Suns are making. Like, listen, you know, we're going to sacrifice this kind of money or you're going to sacrifice this kind of money because, A, you know, there's there's some, some issues that we feel like we need to address, especially in the playoffs. We need a solid backup point guard or we need some some players that can actually help out, um, and which will help you out. And I think that's the pitch that you make if you're the Suns. And the Suns are in a good position. I mean, listen, the only the Lakers have AD and LeBron, and the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George. But we've seen those those two franchises kind of go through it just like us. Um, and I, I think it's it's very viable to say that Chris Paul could come back. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's I think it's more likely he comes back than goes somewhere else. Who there was there not an article in the last like two to three weeks? Somebody saying that league sources are saying that the Suns were going to pick up his op their option or his option, yeah, and then an he was going to be what was that? It's just a tweet, right? It was a tweet. Was it a tweet? Gotcha. I could have sworn it was an article, and there was like a little line in there, but maybe I'm misremembering. Um, either way, uh, because we don't know for sure what the future holds for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns organization. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, we won't throw the whole bouquet at him, but I think we could give Chris Paul some flowers here for what he has done so far in Phoenix. I mean, if anybody deserves him, I feel like he does. Well, I, I listen, I've I've been a pretty staunch, like, not, not Chris Paul. Um, I'm not going to say hater because I was not a hater, but I will <laughs> say that, like, I was very disappointed that, you know, through multiple playoff scenarios, he kept getting injured. And it, it wasn't really disappointed in him. It was just, damn, the luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I said that several times on our pods. But I will also say that Chris Paul is a tremendous person. Um, he supported the community. He supported the Mercury. He's been at countless games. Um, he helped get this franchise. Hey, listen, if we, we we've been talking about Monty being the the Mark Jackson of our franchise, possibly, and then maybe Frank Vogel will be the Steve Kerr, right? Well, I also think that Ricky Rubio was the Mark Jackson point guard for us, and Chris Paul was the one that took us over the top and got us to the finals. Like, I think there's some validity to that. And if Chris Paul's not here, I don't think, A, we make the finals. I don't think we have nearly as much success as we've had the last three years, without a doubt. And I don't think Booker has the amount of growth that he's shown over the last three years because of that. So Chris Paul deserves all the flowers in the world. He's a tremendous player, one of the greatest point guards of all time. We were so fortunate to have him. And when he was at his peak, man, I don't know if there was another point guard in the league that was just beautiful to watch because of the way he just manipulated everything. It was a science, and it was awesome. Yeah, he was instrumental. I mean, first season here in the Valley, they get to the finals – 
for just the third time in their franchise's history. Like that in itself, the, the three seasons he spent here were ring of honor worthy for me. Like he was incredible and he was the first superstar teammate that book got to play with. He was the reassurance that your loyalty to this organization, your faith in us to build around you was not misplaced. We are going to get this thing off the ground. Um, and, and I think because of the way that last season went, because of the injuries, because of the loss to the Mavericks, people have kind of forgotten how good Chris Paul was in those two seasons before that. And even the series before the Mavericks series, when he literally was perfect from the field in an elimination game in New Orleans to help get them to the second round in a game where Book was coming off a hamstring injury. Like, the guy was incredible in his first two seasons here, especially um, he's been monumental to what they're building on and off the court over that time. Um, and he will go down as one of the greatest point guards in Suns franchise history easily. He reminded the rest of the NBA that Phoenix is a destination. Mm -hmm. It was the end. It was the official end of the dark era. The, the period that was just somehow this great franchise fell so far from grace that it was a laughing stock. And Chris Paul, by saying, I want to be in Phoenix, that that's the destination I want to be with, I want to play with Devin Booker, changed that entire perspective before he even stepped on the court. Mm -hmm. And then when he took him to the finals, it reminded the entire league again, oh, crap, this team could be a juggernaut because it's a great city, an unbelievable fan base, and they got a star in Devin Booker. So there is no KD without Chris Paul coming here. There's no they have a championship window without Chris Paul making that decision. And I don't think there's as much Monty Williams success as he had without Chris Paul being here. Mm. Uh, you know, and you've got to give him all the credit in the world. All this came down to is math. $30.8 million was too much for the production at that point with everything else you had on the cap. This was not a condemnation of Chris Paul, the person or the player. What he's done for this city, what he meant to this team uh, is unbelievable. And I think he helped Devin Booker grow mm -hmm. into that leader and take that next step from borderline star to true star in this league. Yeah. So flowers to Chris Paul. Um, before we move on to our next topic, is there anything else that you guys want to share around the situation right now? Or do you feel like we've kind of shared everything that needs to be shared until we have further information? Buckle up. So. This is going to be a crazy off season. We've seen it in two weeks. It's a, it's been nuts and it's just going to keep going. Lindsay spent an hour and a half in my office going through the rundown and then it all blew up about 30 minutes before the show. So yeah, that's the off season. That's how it's going to go. It is. Here's the thing too. Like we're going to talk about Matt Ishvia next. And uh, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I'm feeling good about his ability to work within what he is able to do within the rules. Right. But finding the ways to maximize what you're able to do within those rules, if that makes sense. And I kind of, and I like that about him. I do. But first, before we talk about Matt Ishbia, lunch today should be illegal pizza or happy hour. Uh, I guess it'd be like a late lunch. I yeah. eat lunch How after the show. How late do you eat lunch? After the show. She it's wakes 3.40. Up I wake up at noon. noon, breakfast at 12.30, lunch is at 4.30, guys. I thought we had already just established this. So, sorry. Happy hour for a normal person. Illegal Pete's lunch if you like to sleep in and you're a night owl like me. Happy hour is now from 3 to 8 p.m. daily. They have extended their happy hour hours. So make sure you guys take advantage of that. Illegal Pete's has irresistible drinks and mouthwatering food. The best margaritas in town. They also have bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos, and so much more. So make sure that you guys are checking out our friends over at Illegal Pete's. You can um, stop by on Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's, exclusive to Arizona locations. They've got $3 margs all day, every Monday. Nothing brightens up a Monday uh, more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about Taco Tuesdays, $2 tacos every day on Tuesday. Uh, enjoy your favorites, whether it's chicken, pork, or veggie tacos for just 2 bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. 
Probably should have read this one on Monday to be completely Margarita Monday. Now you have a plan for next week, Monday and Tuesday at Illegal Pete's. But here's the deal. Happy hour, like I said, is every day. So You see what hap- it's happening in the in the chat right now? I do not. People are threatening to boycott so we can have a trade machine Thursday. Oh. <laughs> there's nobody left that you can actually deal. Excuse me. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to put you guys in timeout. Oh. How many Stop DA trades are we going to be able to come up with? All of them. <laughs> We're going to trade him for every player in the league by the end. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I was, I, I mean, I wasn't lying. Like, <laughs> I would like to see some Devin Booker proposals. Not because I think we should trade Devin Booker by any stretch of the imagination. It's just because the trade machine can only last so long if we're only trading one player. <laughs> so let's just talk hypothetically and uh, get roasted for it. We'll probably Dang. get there. You guys are lucky. Probably trade (laughs) trade KD. I'm just gonna say, you guys in the chat are Mm. very lucky that I didn't bring my shady rays with me, or else I would be throwing shade at you right now. But since (laughs) I don't have the sun for this idea of doing a a trade machine Thursday, I I wish we could do. Emma's I wish we could right. do trade it's machines a horrible twice a week. Idea. Trade machine All I weekday. know is that you're lucky I didn't bring my Shady Rays in with well, me today, Wednesday, so. or else I would be throwing shade at you. But I do love my Shady Rays. They are premium polarized shades, and they also offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear because every pair of Shady Rays is backed by lost and broken replacement replacements, which means if you lose or break your pair even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, which you're lucky that we're being nice to you, even though you said those things in the chat, chat. Shady Rays is giving you their best deal of the season. So go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I just love the fact that you guys are all getting a glimpse of what we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis because Lindsay is always threatening us every single day. Somebody Not help. What does that even mean? Somebody <laughs> help. What does that even mean? Did you see Jay? He said we I should... I didn't threaten any of you. <laughs> oh. Did, did you, see, you can just never. tell by the tone of that voice. That is a why? I have never. I have never in my Lord, entire I've life never. threatened a single person. Ever. No, only a group of people. <laughs> I'm just going to lie to the people. I know, right? Jay wants us to trade extended family members. Like, oh, I got yeah. one which which oh, extended family members? Yes. He just said that. Damn. Jay, now That's you cold. just want all the drama and all the tea. You're being nosy. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> She's about to come after you, Jay. Oh, man. Uh, Very careful. Chelsea's going to come out. <laughs> oh, no. Jay. Well, that's what happens when you recommend Great Machine anyone. Thursday. Never. I've never. Never, never in my life. I am a sweet baby angel as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Emma says, Emma sometimes. Says, oh, no. Sometimes. Emma's you like only me. time she turns the, on the mic today is to say, my ass <laughs> to Lindsay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet you they heard it still, though. All right. All right. For real, let's get back on the rails. Let's talk a little bit about Matt Ishbia. As I mentioned early in the show, he joined Arizona Sports yesterday and he shared Quite a few things. First and foremost, we'll talk about Frank Vogel. Um, Obviously, Frank Vogel did say some things about DeAndre Inn in his presser yesterday that we all kind of collectively as a group of Suns fans really attached to. Specifically, he talked about restoring him to an all-star level player. And Matt Ishbia was asked if that was a part of what made Frank Vogel appealing to him. You know, that that doesn't appeal him to me. Um, The reality is, um, you know, Coach, Coach Vogel is going to be a great coach with the guys that we put on the court. DeAndre Ayton's a great player. Any coach that watches basketball knows the talent and the ability of DeAndre. And so that doesn't surprise me or impress me that he thought that way. The way I thought about it is what kind of guy. Like I've seen him coach great players, great big men, great guards. And what can he do with our guys? And then what, how do we put great guys on their team? Because we actually have some moves we have to make with free agents and the draft. A lot of things happening to put the best people on the court to win a championship. And we got you know, some great, great stars, as Frank talked about at the press conference. Um, and at the same time, we have a lot of pieces to continue to fill in. And so we're very excited about it. And so his like uh, and love of certain guys uh, was, was great to hear. But at the same time, that didn't sway the decision. He was the winner as in he was the best option for the Phoenix Suns, not only for this year, but for the future, building the Phoenix Suns program the way we see it. 
I don't quite understand why people took this as such a negative towards DA yesterday, the chatter on Twitter and the other kind of not a negative, but he's kind of walking back this sentiment that was very widespread that Vogel speaking positively about DA means they're definitely committed to him. No, because what he said was that's not why they hired Frank Vogel. They hired him because he was the right guy for the job and not necessarily because of his views on specific players. I felt like a lot of Twitter was like, this means they're trading him, see? And it's like, no, there's there's a nuance to what right. he's saying. They did not hire Frank Vogel because he likes the roster. They hired Frank Vogel because he's the right guy to take them where they're going. Regardless of who Regardless. they put on his yes. roster. Right, but that's open when you've only got like four or five guys under contract and you're asked about one specifically and that's your response. You're basically letting it be known like, Nobody is really off limits here except for our two main guys. Like, he's not saying that explicitly, and he's not saying that DA is necessarily gone either, but he did talk about being aggressive. He did talk about we need to make a lot of different moves, mention the draft, free agency, all these different things. Like, he did walk it back compared to what the sentiment of the day had been when he was given an opportunity to be like, yeah, we we love that he had a plan in place for DA or something like that. But why would you – I mean – because we talked about it. They should listen, right? Yeah. So if they get some kind of godfather offer, they're well, wow. They shouldn't just listen. They should make calls as well. Okay. Like, but but if if that's the mindset, Ishbia shouldn't just come out. And I'm not saying you're saying this, but mm-hmm. I think the internet wanted him to come out and go, well, DeAndre Ayton's part of this roster. Mm-hmm. like, And that's the only way they were going to feel like that like that was that was you know in line with what Frank Vogel said, and this is just smart. You don't answer in in certainties because there is nothing certain. Yeah. I mean, there's zero things certain. And Frank Vogel was simply saying he likes the potential of Da. He sees how he could work with him. And Matt Ishby is simply saying we didn't hire him because he thinks he can fix Da. Yeah, and. I'm not going to commit to anything but, right now. But also, yeah. like, you know, Vogel knew he was going to get the DA question. Mm-hmm. So he was ready for it. And he was like, hey, and, and like I said yesterday, you got to deal with the certainty of what you know at the current point, right? So the roster was what it was yesterday. He even mentioned CP3. I don't know if he knew if he was going to be released today or not, but he talked about him, you know, in conjunction with the whole team and having four great players. And so like, I don't read too much into this. And I think a lot of people want to pick apart certain things to, to, you know, to fit certain narratives and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. We don't know what this roster is going to look like. I don't even know if Frank Vogel even knows what this roster is going to look like by the end. They have an idea of what direction they'd like to go. But shit, even James Jones is probably right now like he probably has some magical big board somewhere. And he's like, well, if we could do this, we can do this and we could do this. And his capologist comes in and says, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. And they just kind of work it until they got a good picture. And then they try to execute it. And that's that. Uh, you mean like uh, somebody getting hung up on one word like fun yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, I yes. went back and listened. That was a little stupid on my part. I'm just going to admit that. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I I think to your point, that kind of reinforces the idea that everyone listening to Vogel was like, oh, this means we're definitely keeping DA. I feel like Ishbia kind of walked that back a little bit. Like like you're saying, like they are going to keep their options open. Mm -hmm. They're going to explore a lot of options this summer. And that's what they should do. That's what we've been saying they should do with both Chris and DA. And I don't even think that – don't. Kill me, chat. Okay. (laughs) I don't even think that that's only for like, if you're a good organization, you listen to any phone call to see what your options are. Because what if some crazy ass blockbuster deal came in for like KD or freaking Devin Booker? Like, you got to look at those things and hear them out because you don't know when you're going to miss an opportunity. Now, that's not what's happening. Just want to be clear. (laughs) There's no rumors of KD and Devin Booker being (laughs) traded. I just want to say that out loud, literally for everybody out there. I'm only going to clip the part before your disclaimer and put on the internet. I can't fucking wait. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Awesome. I want to egg you in it, too. Wasn't that a threat just now? No! <laughs> yes! See what I mean? It was that a was promise, Jared. I don't feel safe unless she's already coming at me. It's not a threat. It's I'm telling you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm just giving you a head. It's a awesome. courtesy. You're welcome. When I Great. drive over to the house, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> oh, that makes it better. 
Um, here's the thing. I do think though, just naturally as human beings, I think this is something that we do is we find the thing that kind of helps solidify what our feelings are Mm -hmm. or what we want to happen. Right. If you want to keep Deandre in, you're going to roll with what Frank Vogel said. If you want to move Deandre in, you're going to roll with what Matt Ishbia said and try and make it seem like he really wants to move DA or whatever it may be. Like it's natural to do some of those things, but here's the deal. Matt Ishbia also said that they know as an organization they have a lot of work to do. And he was asked specifically if he has made or if they have made a decision on Chris Paul and DA. And this is what he said. Had a bunch of conversations around that stuff right now. What we focus on, first off, Chris Paul's an ultimate winner, one of the best point guards ever to play. DeAndre Ayton's an up-and-coming star. He's already a star, but could be a superstar. Like, I love those guys, and I think very highly of them. Now, with that being said, like, we have to have all those conversations and understand the overall construct of our team with our head coach, with our organization, and all pieces. And that's not just those guys. It's everybody through the organization. And so, um, but... That hasn't, we haven't gone through those conversations yet. Um, what we're focusing on right now is getting the best coaching staff around, and that's what we're working on, and that's what we did. And then we're going to figure out, okay, the draft and free agency, and teams will be calling us about trades. Like We have to evaluate our roster, and how do we put the right pieces in place to win an NBA championship, which is not easy. Can I paraphrase this? Sure. Anything is possible! <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's what he's saying. Basically, <laughs> they need to have more conversations and figure it out, and then we will know by the start of next season. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sources close to, to the sun say we'll know what their roster is by the start of next season. But here's the Breaking thing. Breaking news. He Bold did say true. nice things about Chris Paul. Bold he said nice true. things about DeAndre. And so... He's saying all the right things as far as if those two guys were to remain on this team, but he is probably still open to having the conversations like we've said 17 times on the show already about moving them. And he's got to have those conversations because now we're getting even more word about Chris Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. I like Esmo's better. Play it, Emma. That's like a, that's a celebratory thing. We like the broke down ambulance over here. Breaking news. Breaking news. So Sham Sharania tweeted in the middle of our show, sources, the Suns and Chris Paul are exploring multiple options, including a trade, stretching his contract, or waiving and re-signing him or re-re-signing him in free agency. Re-re-signing him. Re-re-signing him. That's what, what my niece calls him. Phoenix is expected to discuss trades ahead of Paul's June 28th contract date. So basically, Chris Haynes' report is only part of what the conversation with Chris Paul was that they notified him about. What, what I see is Chris B. Haynes' uh, tweet was the starter flare mm-hmm. to let everybody know Chris Paul is now available. The game has started. And Shams' tweet was, and you may make your trade offers now. So basically (laughs) what we have here is all the three options that we had before this shit. Can I paraphrase this, Gerald? Yeah, go ahead. Anything is possible! (laughs) God bless. So I was curious whether, you know, when we first were operating under the assumption that they told Chris Paul that they were going to waive him, I was wondering, have they already explored trades and did they not like what they found? This, again, opens the door of possibility to a trade, to keeping him or to stretching him. So it it doesn't, I feel like that's a lot of different diverging paths to have a conversation with a guy about like, hey, we might trade you. We might want to bring you back. We might stretch you and then you can't come back. Like, I don't understand how that conversation really goes like what do you call you call and tell them yeah our options are all of the different options maybe i mean maybe that maybe they were like hey what would you prefer yeah would you like us to try to find a trade if there are what kind of teams are you looking at uh if we're going to go the wave route would you prefer we just let you choose wherever you want to go or do you want to talk coming back i mean Mm -hmm. maybe it was more laid out in respect for him yeah. than calling up and be like, we're not sure what we're going to do, but something's going to happen. Chris, I, I just think, be aware. I think you're spot on with that Espo that maybe they came to him and said, listen, like we value these aspects of what you bring to the table, but this dollar amount we cannot work with this season. Yeah. So here's where we are. This is what we would like, <laughs> but what do you want to do here? By the way, 
Shams deleted his tweet and took out the re-resigning and changed it to resigning. So. I like re-resigning. I like re- Shams it, drives does that mean me nuts. He deleted it because I just quote tweeted it, which yes. means I just quote tweeted it. This tweet yes. is now deleted. He drives tweet. me nuts with that Son shit because I swear bee. he does that so Doesn't often. Doesn't he have Twitter blue where he can just edit? You would think. Shams. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, fucking Jay. What did he say? <laughs> he said, he said uh, earlier, uh, Emma, he said... Uh, they should have had Espo and Mrs. Officer by little way. Now I can't hear it. Now we're gonna have other to way. remix that. Do we need to make that? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things we gotta make. Mash up the world needs. <laughs> 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 oh my god. So does does the Shams thing? Anything else from that, or is it just kind of that's it? It's no, like here it's, are the options we just talked about. It sounds like we literally told him, "Hey, we don't know what we're doing with you I, yet, but here are our options." I feel like there has been a couple times where Crispy Haynes has shared something, and then we get a follow up from Shams or Woj or whatever, and it either is similar or the complete opposite. Yeah, in, in the but story, it's not outside of the realm of of normal that Shams would tweet something right now. Right. In the story, it speaks to Espo's point. It said that they intend to find a resolution this off season that fits the veteran star and the Suns organization, which could include parting ways. So they're trying to come to an understanding of what they want to do for both of their sakes. And that's Shams' article. Yes. Uh, that's Shams' article. Yeah. So okay. stay As tuned. it should be, though. <laughs> As it should be. But we yeah. just talked about all of the great things Chris Paul did for this franchise. This franchise should return the favor in this type of a situation. So they just put the three-week clock on. Yeah. Because the 28th is three weeks from today. So they said, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. Three weeks. Give us your best offers. We'll figure out what Chris wants to do. And uh, and let's go. Yeah. All right. We do have some super chats to get to. And one final Matt Ishbia uh, quote that I want to share with you guys. But when the Suns are back, you can watch them on Fubo TV. And in oh, the yeah. meantime, you can watch over 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news until Phoenix Suns basketball is back. You can stream live TV from any device. I've told you guys this before, but their mobile app is probably one of my favorite streaming apps to use because it's so user-friendly and I just love the interface and all the things about it. So if you guys have not checked out Fubo TV, make sure that you are getting in on the action. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. That is fubotv.com slash PHNX. Make sure you check it out so you can get no contract, no cable, no hassle. You just get to st- to sign up and start watching with Fubo TV. Also, our friends over at Four Peaks, they're doing some great things for the teachers. Told you guys about this before too, but make sure you get in on the action and nominate a teacher for some really cool things. Every year, Four Peaks donates school supplies to teachers around the valley. This year, they're giving away 11 $1,000 cash grants and one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation provided by Four Peaks. Go to fourpeaks4teachers.org to complete the form to enter their chance to win. You have to nominate by June 30th, so make sure you get those nominations in sooner rather than t- later. And if you are a teacher, you could hang out at the Four Peaks Pub in Tempe on Teachers Tuesdays because every Tuesday through July, if you bring a valid teacher ID, you'll receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter Wow hazy and hot not again that is four peaks for teachers.org make sure you check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery and as a reminder and as always you do have to be 21 or older to drink four peaks beer and we ask that you drink responsibly here's one thing that i do know when it comes to mad ishbia money is not a thing no no, we're not letting money stop us from being successful. We're going to be successful. We're going to focus on winning and being successful. Money will follow. We're not, we're not stopping because of, uh, of contracts or dollar amounts. And so to get the best team available, you need to have the best coaches, the best training staff, the best massage therapists, the best whatever it may be on the stack, like every aspect, the best security people, every aspect of the organization. And, and I talked about my press conference when I, when I bought the team. We're not going to, you know, money follows success. We're not going to, you know, nickel dime different things. If we can get the right people, the right stuff. We got David Fisdale, too, who's an amazing coach. Him and Kevin Young, along with Frank Vogel. I mean, we're going to put an all-star cast around and uh, do our best to win a championship. The best nachos, the best floor sweeper, the best jumbotron. 
the best parking attendant, the best everything. I I'm love here that. for it. <laughs> it's just a really nice change of pace for Phoenix Suns fans. Like, listen, again, there are rules and regulations around what you can do with the actual team on the court. But beyond that, at least he's willing to spend the money to do whatever he can to make this organization as good as possible. It's and not, I'm here for it. It's not even Phoenix Suns fans. This I mean, fair. we got Arizona some franchises fans. here that just have been buried because of the lack of 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 investment that they're making into their own franchises and we finally get one who wants to put his money where his mouth is and i think it's terrific i wish that the rules were back to what they were this last season and not changing all of a sudden but hey we'll deal with it yeah yeah this is consistent with what he told us on day one about money and success and which one follows which like this tracks for ishbia it's it's a great change of pace compared to what we had last time around um and it's one of the reassuring things even as we head into this new cba where teams are penalized for going too far above the luxury tax that he's going to be willing to spend and do what it takes to put a champion on the floor he does not squeak when he walks like the former <laughs> owner right uh, what was that greta was that greta, her name yes. that came out during that hearing greta the goat yeah Gre <laughs> greta ain't having to worry about matt ishbia squeaking when he walks the man has the money and he's willing to spend it oh greta a son's emma, legend emma looks a little confused emma it's, wasn't around greta okay. we'll, we'll, we'll fill, fill you in, in. yeah <laughs> we got you all right, we got some super <laughs> chats to get to. Uh, I have an apology to make to Frank and Leo because yesterday I forgot to read their super chats. You didn't read Frank's big super chat on his big day? I, I know. Damn. I really, I really dropped the ball. It's no longer My bad. his big day. So I'm sorry, but here are your super <laughs> chats now. Frank sent us one and said, Espo making a Christopher Walken MLK quote. Because we Darkness. did uh, we did revisit <laughs> that bit yesterday. Uh, if you missed yesterday's show, you should go listen. <laughs> and the only prescription <laughs> is more darkness. Lord have mercy. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Leo sent us a super chat. Thank you, Leo, for yours, and said, "Y'all remind me of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Lindsay as Mantis, Saul as Groot, Gerald as Quill, and Esco as Drax." <laughs> I don't even know anything about. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, so I don't think I like the fact that I'm a fucking tree bark. That but that's okay. Groot is one of the best characters, though. Up, but so is the yes. guy that only says, I am Groot. And I'm the big dumb guy. <laughs> awesome. I was good with mine. Awesome. Of course you are, Gerald. I like Mantis, though. I think Mantis is underrated. She Mantis kept that group fantastic. together. She was so, the best, she was the best character in the new one. Again. So you're welcome, she says. <laughs> I gotta keep you guys together. I couldn't even get Rocket, like the, the angry, hairy one. Like, nope. no, nope. Sorry. Wanna, what's the raccoon? Rocket. That's Rocket. Oh, yeah. 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 I I think these are fun. They, also, I feel I like it works. Hate that ride at Disney when I'm. By the way, oh, <sighs> Guardians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am Saul. <laughs> Can you make that a thing, Saul? No. Just do it. Lean no. into it, Saul. Lean into it. No. <laughs> he said Never. no because you'll clip it forever. He no. knows you, Emma. I don't even know what it's about, so we I can't even say game. it the way, the way he said it. <laughs> 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 All right, a couple more Super Chats. Uh, Submerged Suns fan said, I keep hearing about Imani Bates. Who is he? Heard he's close to KD, and are we trying to get a lotto pick? So Imani Bates, uh, is he was a highly regarded recruit coming out of college. Uh, he went to Memphis, ha was injury prone uh, over there, transferred to Eastern Michigan because that's where he's from. Uh measurable wise uh he's six foot ten he can score uh there's some questions about you know his off the court stuff and things of that nature so he's one of those prospects that originally would have been a top 10 prospect in the draft he's dropped down those these last two years um so you might be able to find yourself in a position to get him uh somewhere in the second round if you're the suns uh, so that's that's why there's been speculation a couple outlets have had him going somewhere in the 50 range where the Suns are. I think they they picked 52nd in this year's draft. So uh, that's why you've heard a little bit of speculation about that. Cool. Thanks, all. Appreciate mm -hmm. you. And to all answer right. the other part of the question, I don't know that they're trying to get a lottery pick. You wouldn't need to for Bates, though. No, no, no. Nah. But he was he, – I think oh, he asked that question separately. Well, I think that came into play when we started talking about different trade scenarios mm -hmm. and that third and fifth pick mm -hmm. maybe being – available 
all that kind of stuff. So we, we have talked a lot about that, but I don't know that it came anywhere remotely close from the actual like franchise. I'd be shocked if you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and you trade one of your two tradable contributors for a draft pick and use it on a rookie. I'll just say that. I would be shocked. Okay. Uh, Libertarian Sasquatch said Gambo is on a heater this offseason. And that was in reference to, of course, the talking about waving Chris Paul he's and been, his stuff around the contracts this week. He, he's been spot on with the coaching, you know, stuff. He's he, There's been a lot of things. So hats off to to Gambo. Uh, the, the Reaper has uh, been sewing well. Can I just say I love that he's leaned into the Reaper? I know, I do too. I, I love, think it's funny. I love it. I was afraid when we were giving him crap that I was going to get a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Espo, what are you doing over there? And uh, nobody loves uh, it. No, he does. He's fantastic. Here for it. All right, and then Jeff, thank you for your super chat, and said, "Hey guys, please tell me they have a plan at point guard. Any chance we can land a Shea Gilgis Alexander or Damian Lillard? I know I'm a dreamer. Yeah, and you're not the only one. And it's free. <sighs> so." Listen, nobody, nobody got that. Well, it would be wonderful. But didn't you send something about Dame today? He said that if he were to move oh, teams, God. didn't you send that? No, it was. Oh, some, I didn't Andy. get to see some it. podcast guy put him on the spot and said, well, there's all these rumors and they they say Miami or Brooklyn or uh, Boston. or Boston would want you if you had to be if if you were actually traded to one of these three places, where would you want to be? And he laughs and he goes, well, Miami, obviously they're in the finals. But then he goes. But Brooklyn, they got my boy Mikhail Bridges. I was like, I'll wait for every Suns fan to get a hold of this. Their freaking heads are going to explode. We could have had Dame if we kept Mikhail. No, you couldn't have. <laughs> Who was no. the other one that got in on the action? I think he like either retweeted and said, wait, hold on. I thought you, I was your boy too. Uh, Josh Hart. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, nobody cares what Josh Hart tweets anymore after. No, but I just, no, yeah. what is it with this thing just falling <laughs> down <laughs> randomly throughout <laughs> the shows? That's the <laughs> second no. time in two weeks. <laughs> Kind of creepy. Do we have a ghost in this Fun. office? We must have a ghost. And every time we talk about Josh Hart and his breast milk, this fucking thing happens. <laughs> no, did this really happen the last time we talked yes. about Josh Hart? Are you dead Literally. serious right now? We got yeah. the ghost of Josh Hart up in this bitch, and I don't know why. That's wild. How exciting. <laughs> How exciting. I hope it's a nice Josh Hart. <laughs> okay. Know, well... Any final thoughts, you guys? I think that's a good place to end. I'm terrified now. <laughs> we got ghosts. The ghost is obviously nice. If it was me, and it would have already done something to you. I suppose you're fine. Why are you tempting fate? Why? Why would it have done something to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We got a breast milk ghost. Great. What, what the hell is going on in the show? I don't like that at all. Dear uh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> what does it that's say? Why, that's why it would have done something mean to Espo. Because of that right there. <laughs> Did you hear Saul's dad joke? That was awful. Wow. No, I missed and it. You should be ashamed of us. I'm proud of you, but you should be ashamed. <laughs> I'm proudly ashamed of you, Saul. <laughs> I'm really glad I missed it at this point. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch it. Uh, I'm going to just count my blessings with that one. Brian wants to know who's most likely to be possessed Lindsay. yes no yes. yes no yes absolutely not <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus but there it goes <laughs> i could say something really mean right now but i'm not going to. Oh. Now I'm really, I'm just having the internal, like, You're do debating. I, do Let I it not fly, do it? Lindsay, come no, on. No, I'm not doing it. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh, you guys for like joining us. Do we us. have more? Hold on. We... Gerald! Woo! <laughs> Breaking news! I, I don't control when both tweets. Hold on, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading. <laughs> this show is so weird. All right. <laughs> I can't handle the wee 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 breaking news from Girth. Okay, so Woj basically is is uh doubling down on the things that Shams already told us about they're having these conversations with Chris Paul about his future um and the possibility he could be waived before the June twenty eighth guarantee date. They insist they're still working through several possibilities on his future and reiterated to his reps later Wednesday. Um, Phoenix plans to explore trade opportunities, including Paul and DeAndre Ayton, 
that could alter the franchise's roster landscape. Ooh, and they're looking okay. to re-re-re-sign Chris Paul. Oh, well. my so basically the same thing that Sham said about uh, Chris Paul, Woj is doubling down on, but also mentioned that DA is being included in possible trades. Again, scenarios. none of this is surprising. No. We, we fully expected those two to be the ones that were going to be explored the most, and here we are. There we are. <laughs> Not surprising, yet the most chaotic that we could possibly yes. have. Yes. So I think we're in the clear now as far no. as any sort of... Why do you keep tempting fate like no, that? No, because because we already got the Chris B. Haynes one, we got Shams, and we got Woj. Like, those are the three main yeah. players, I would say, we for the most part. We better check Gambo's Twitter feed before we go. Let's we'll make just sure. hurry up and Nothing. look real I'm quick. looking. We may I'm as looking. well. But uh, I don't know that we have any more ambulances no, we're good. for the no, day. No more wheel wheel. All right. Yeah. Although I am a little sad because that shit cracked me up. That was fantastic. Okay, now for real, for real, thank you guys for joining. We appreciate you as always. We will be back tomorrow at 3 p.m., so plan to join us then. And until we see you next time, follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, anything's possible, even becoming a human ambulance. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> oh, boy, what? Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley.